Talk Radio 77 WABC. You're my best friend. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. Reach out, touch space. Tim McCarthy again, <laughs> the former program director here at WABC ESPN New York. He loves the Pash mode. This is personal Jesus as we start our fourth and final hour on this Monday morning. Sunny New York City, which has become little Palestine. By the way, Palestine doesn't exist, you morons. There's no such thing. Palestinians live in Israel because we're kind to let them live there. There is no such thing as Palestine, not in Bay Ridge or Israel. Dumb bastards. God. Anyway, you know, um, we've been having Alex Trayman on all the time from JNS, but we had this lady, Caroline Glick, on once, and she was great. But she had to run off and do her TV show in Israel. And then I, uh, I saw her on Larry Kudlow over the weekend. And I texted Justin. I go, you got to get this lady back. She's great. She takes no prisoners. And, um, and Alex is great, too. This is, you know, they're both fantastic, but. It's good to switch it up every now and then. So joining us live, I believe, just outside Jerusalem this morning from JNS, is um, the very outspoken and talented Carolyn Glick. Carolyn, welcome back to New York City. How are you? Thanks for having me on your program. Just fine. Thank you. You doing okay? Yeah, we're okay. Thanks. Now, um, where are you exactly? How many miles from Jerusalem or kilometers, however you guys say it? Well, we live in a suburb of Jerusalem in an area called Gush Etzion, and we live about, um, I think, about 15, 15 kilometers outside of Jerusalem, so it's like 10 miles, something. 10 miles. And are you guys, mm-hmm. even this morning, this is now 16 days after the initial horrendous attacks, you're still hearing rocket fire every morning, right? Every day, every night. Well, where we're living, uh, we haven't we haven't had uh, rocket attack for several days. But um, you know, we hear we hear the sounds of war, both in terms of shooting from uh, Bethlehem and also and from the surrounding villages around where we live, and also uh, we hear the uh, <clears throat> IDF bombers going off on their sorties. So yeah, yeah, it's rough. So the president spoke here a couple nights ago. And a lot of folks, even Republicans, which I, I couldn't believe, that uh, were willing to give him credit. And there were two things about that speech, Carolyn, which made me so angry I wanted to break my television. First was he's still calling for a two-state solution. After what we saw October 7th, if there's any doubt in anybody's mind that these people, good or not, are not capable of that, I don't know what they're thinking. And secondly, he blamed Iran. And if you're the United States president and you're going to blame Iran, you're complicit 
Because all his administration has done, him and Obama and him now, is bend over backwards to appease Iran. How can you listen to those two things and tell me President Biden did a good job? Right. So there is significant dissonance in uh, Biden's position because you, he has two contrary positions uh, jangling around. The first one is to support Israel, and the other one is to support Israel's enemies, uh, both Iran, uh, which I saw that the Defense Department did finally say yesterday that it's impossible really to um, to say that, oh, that Iran wasn't involved in, in the attack. Um, but uh, it hasn't been translated into administration policy vis-a-vis Iran, either in terms of, of enforcing already existing American sanctions on Iran's oil exports to China or in simply writing a letter to the U.N. Security Council that says Iran is in breach of its uh, commitments uh, to limit its nuclear operations under the 2015 nuclear deal. As a consequence, we, the United States, Britain, France, Germany, all parties to the agreement are snapping back the U.N. Security Council sanctions on Iran's nuclear operations. They refuse to do that as well. And like you said, and then the other thing that's most startling is that the, the Biden administration, President Biden, demanded that Israel allow so-called humanitarian assistance into the Gaza Strip. And since Hamas controls the entire Gaza Strip, including U.N. installations there, uh, all all supplies entering into Gaza go first and foremost to Hamas. They control them so that the United States is demanding resupply of Hamas. These and other issues, like you said, is continued support for Palestinian statehood when the PLO-controlled Palestinian Authority just is calling for the people living under its control to join the jihad and slaughter Jews. As late as Friday, they gave orders to all of their imams to say that in their mosque sermons on Friday afternoon. So there is dissonance, right? Uh, they are supplying Israel, and it's really important. We need the military equipment that uh, the U.S. has pledged to give us. But on the other hand, they're also continuing their previous policy of realigning the United States away from Israel and towards Iran and the Muslim Brotherhood. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. GoboLaw, where winning is no accident. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. So I'm glad you know that because, man, Carolyn, it gets tiring trying to talk to my sister and brother-in-law and other Democrats who, for some reason, continue to back Joe Biden. I mean, those were two glaring, glaring, awful statements. If you're an Israeli and you've lost a relative and you hear that, I mean, for example, I see Rachel Goldberg 
Carolyn on TV all the time, and my heart breaks for her. They've got her son. They took him at the concert. They blew his arm off. She's not even sure if he's alive or not. She hasn't talked to him in 16 days. But she's constantly, constantly, oh, thanking the Biden administration and this idiot Secretary of State and this Lloyd Austin. And I got to tell you, it makes me nauseous. I know why she's doing it. She wants to get her son out. But for I'm sitting and following this thing very, very closely, this administration is more complicit than angry. I don't know. I, I, again, I, I think that the dissonance is very, very clear. And um, and uh, unfortunately, um, it appears that because Biden staffed himself, his his Department of Defense, his Department of State, his Security Council, which come back to me, please, Carolyn, come back to me. I think we lost her. Well, what do you want? What? She's in a rough spot. <laughs> I got to imagine self-service is an issue in a lot of those places, no? Let's even get her right back. Carolyn Glick, JNS, who was um, just about to explain why Joe Biden seems to be so inconsistent in his, quote-unquote, allegiance to Israel in this war that is quickly involving Many other countries along the way. I'm sorry, Carolyn. Finish your point about who Biden has aligned himself with in his administration that makes it difficult for him to really have a total allegiance to Israel. Right. So the problem is that, you know, he's left his administration. People like Hadi Amar, who is in charge, who is his envoy to the Palestinians, and Meyer Buttar, who's in charge of all the intelligence traffic inside of the National Security Council, and other people like that at state and and in the uh, and in the Pentagon, who, when they look at this policy that has dissonance in it, that is self-contradictory, um, they're pushing for maintaining course with the pro-Iran, uh, pro-Muslim Brotherhood, anti-Israel policies, and that sort of uh, gaining expression. For instance, and most prominently, but not only, with the Biden administration's demand to resupply Hamas through the under the. Uh, under the header uh, humanitarian aid and and regarding the hostages look i mean they're holding 222 israeli hostages in in gaza this is an unspeakable atrocity um and and our fear is that you know but they're also but, but 7 million israeli jews cannot be held hostage by hamas and you know the, the conviction here in israel is that the best way uh to try to rescue the hostages is to actually go in and rescue them because uh, leaving it to Qatar, which is Hamas's state sponsor, to transfer ransoms to Hamas in exchange for the lives of our people um, is, is not is not a good way to go about it. It's a good way of ensuring that Hamas remains in power, uh, that these butchers are allowed to butcher more, and that Israel loses its ability to defend itself. So I think. I think that it's really um, it's a terrible thing. It's a psychological warfare operation of the type that, you know, uh, we have nightmares about. And here it is our reality. But, you know, it, it's uh, it's the truth. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and and you can't negotiate these kinds no. of agreements. No, you can't. And you're right. They got to go in. And I know America has some of their SEAL teams or what they call them now, special ops. They're there, too, as well as the Israelis. 
And uh, I had seen something this weekend, Carolyn, where, uh, you know, Hamas, the plan they laid out is going perfectly. And what it is is let's go attack the Jews, be as barbaric as possible to upset the whole world. Then, then let's have the Jews fight back and come to us. Because what I heard is there's about 300 miles of tunnel. And in these tunnels is where they've got these hostages. And they've got snipers and booby traps. And I keep hearing that they're going to make sure that these hostages are not getting out alive. If we get there and we get inside there, they'll blow this thing to smithereens. And these poor people will die anyway. Now, look, that may be a really, really pessimistic outview on what's going on. But that's what I'm hearing, that the reason why it's taken Israel so long, besides Biden telling him to, to not go in is, is that from a tactical standpoint, this is incredibly dangerous. Right. So, um, yeah, I wrote about that in my column on Friday as well. And, and my entire podcast yesterday, the Carolyn Glick Show, discusses um, in detail why it is that Israel is still not in Gaza. And one of the main reasons, the operational consideration that's guiding Israel is that is the tunnels, that um, we need to attrit the terrorists because they have a decisive advantage when they're burrowed underground, whether with or without the hostages, because they know where they are, they know what they have, and our soldiers who would be going in don't. And so we need to uh, exhaust them and by laying siege on them, total siege, denying them electricity and water and to the extent possible air and food and exhausting them so that they come aground. And when they come aground, they'll be exhausted and and we can kill them. But they have 40,000 of these terrorists um, in these tunnels. Some of them are you know, they, they go 200 meters before they go horizontal. And and so you're talking about you're talking about a massive terror infrastructure um, that's very, very difficult to attack from the air. And if we go in there without degrading this capability significantly, then then the fear is that we're sending our soldiers into a death trap. Right. And then we lose anyway. And we, we need to win this war. I think, you know, there are a lot of divisions inside of Israeli society, but there is unanimity of purpose that we have to defeat. We have to eradicate this monster in our midst, which is Hamas, the Hamas regime, the Hamas terror complex, the Hamas way of life. But it's not just Hamas. I mean, it's Hezbollah, Hezbollah, it's Iran. I mean, you know, they keep threatening once Israel puts their boots on the ground in Hamas, in uh, Gaza. That's when Iran and Hezbollah are going to step up their uh, actual offensive. And if they are true to their word and they actually do that, Carolyn, now you've got to fight a war on two fronts, tunnels in Gaza and the northern border as well. And I'm going to ask you flat out, does Israel have enough manpower and weaponry to do that? You know, again, you, you know, how are you judging time? Whose side is time on? So initially there was a sense that time was on their side. And when we stopped to think about it, we realized that, you know, if we're able to shut them down in terms of siege, then um, in terms of in terms of Yeah, we're losing her. All right. Listen, she's super and she's great. And look, she's in a tough spot. Again, she's just outside Jerusalem and, She's uh, keeping us updated, her and Alex Trayman from JNS, on a uh, daily basis, what's going on. But 
She made it very, very clear there, folks, that while everybody, everybody is worried about those 222 hostages, she called them Israeli hostages. But the truth is, a bunch of those are American, too. Well, we're all worried about those hostages, many of which are little kids, little kids. And many more are young adults, 18-year-old girls. While they remain on our minds, do not confuse the issue. They will not, they will not dictate what Israel does and does not do. Israel is going into this to annihilate Hamas. That's it. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.